Hello, everybody. I'm Wayne Shingola, and welcome to a show called Sports Speak, all about sports. Of course. <laughs> this is uh, my first podcast. Uh, I'm recording this from my apartment in Hamilton, New Jersey, a suburb of Trenton, New Jersey. And this is in association with WTSR. They will be uh, producing my show. And uh, to get a little background, I do a show on WTSR 91.3 FM and on the web at WTSR.org. And currently we are not on the air. They're on the air. They have automated music, but the live shows are not on the air, of course, because of covid and I normally do the show uh, Friday from 6 to 7. Uh, and right now we're not on the air. So uh, I wanted to give my listeners something about sports. I wanted to try to get something uh, up there that they can listen to. And that's uh, the result of uh, this uh, first podcast of the show. is called Sports Speak uh, with me, Wayne Shingola. Uh, again, uh, produced by... W-T-S-R. And uh, our general manager, Kevin Petusik, trying to get us back on the air, uh, trying to stream from home. We're going to try that. We're going to see what we can do to try to get back live on the air. Uh, looks like we're not getting into college anytime soon, so we're trying to do anything to get uh, some information out to you. And so we're, I'm doing this podcast uh, for my listeners and anybody else that wants to, uh, you know, get my views uh, on sports and like sports. So just to explain a little bit on my last show at WTSR, uh, that was March 13th. And actually, I had a glitch and I did not go out over the air. So actually, my last show was uh, March 6th. And <laughs> anyway... To, to, to give you a little background of, of what I, uh, you know, think happened during uh, COVID as far as sports is concerned, on March 11th, Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus. They didn't call it COVID-19 yet. Uh, they tried to hide the fact that it was Rudy Gobert. Then reports came out and said it was a Utah player. Then reports came out that it was two Utah players. The other Utah player, by the way, was uh, Donovan Mitchell. When Rudy Gobert got the coronavirus on March 11th, I believe it was March 11th. It was either Tuesday, March 10th, or Wednesday, March 11th. I think it was March 11th. Life as we know it was over. The NBA canceled the season very soon after that, or suspended the season, however you want to put it. And uh, and then, you know, all hell broke loose. Uh Again, sports is a microcosm of society. Uh, you know, Jackie Robinson broke the color line in 1947, and then in the 1950s, you know, we had all the civil rights uh, movements, Rosa Parks. A lot of times sports uh, ushers in stuff sooner, uh, and then it gets to the general the society in general. And again, sports kind of led the way with this COVID. As soon as Rudy, Rudy Gobert tested positive, the NBA cancels the season. Uh, it, <laughs> and then every, everything, it was a domino effect. No, the NHL suspended their season. And then I believe the uh, Major League Baseball suspended spring training. 
and then the Masters was canceled. Uh, tennis, the French Open was canceled. Uh, the Kentucky Derby was just everything was canceled. The PGA suspended their season. And, and then, of course, then we had the lockdowns and the stay-at-home orders and, you know, you know the rest. So normally, so we haven't had a show since uh, March 13th. I haven't had a show since March 7th, uh, since March 6th, that is. And uh, so we're trying to do this. Again, Sports Speak with Wayne Shingola, first podcast from my apartment in Hamilton, New Jersey. Now, normally what I do on my show is I do a little RIP at the beginning, uh, sports figures that have passed away. And I have a lot of sports figures. I have some actors, too. I'm going to throw that in. Uh, sometimes my show will be a little different. It'll, it'll have sports and maybe a little entertainment, maybe my opinion on, on what's happening in the world today. And we'll get to that in a minute. I have a little opinion on the... On the, on the, uh, COVID-19 thing. Anyway, a lot of people in the sports world, unfortunately, uh, have died since March 13th. And so here we go with RIP. Uh, Fred Curley Neal, uh, 77 years old. He of the, uh, Harlem Globetrotters. He passed away at 77 years old. These are about in order from March 13th on until uh, not today, but a few days ago. Next person is Tom Dempsey. Uh, he's famous for the 63-yard field goal uh, when he was playing for the New Orleans Saints. Also played for the Eagles. 63-yard uh, field goal, which was a record then in 1971. I believe it was 71. It was either 70 or 71 that beat the Detroit Lions 63-yarder. Uh, Tom Dempsey had half a foot. And uh, he had like an iron plate on the edge of that foot. It was on his right foot. He kicked right-footed. And so they made a rule that uh, you had to have a, a, a regular kind of foot. Called it the Tom Dempsey rule. Tom Dempsey was 73, passed away from COVID and dementia. Al Kaline, Hall of Famer with the Detroit Tigers, played his whole career with the Tigers. Came up when he was 18, 85 years old, Al Jackson. Tavares Jackson, uh, ex-NFL quarterback, uh, 36 years old, played with the Vikings, I believe, and uh, he was 36 years old. Hank Steinbrenner, 63, of course, son of uh, George Steinbrenner, had a brain lock there, George Steinbrenner, and brother of uh, Hal Steinbrenner. He was the oldest brother, Hank Steinbrenner. Passed away at 63. Then we have Matt Keogh, pitcher for the A's, 64 years old. Pitched in the 70s, 60s, 70s. And then, of course, big name, Don Shula. Uh, great coach of Baltimore and Miami, 90 years old, won Super Bowls. Hall of Famer, of course. Uh, Don Shula, big figure in the NFL. Uh, then... Some non-sports people. And uh, we have Bill Withers, 81 years old. Of course, Ain't No Sunshine. And, uh, you know, a lot of other hits. Bill Withers, 81. Brian Dennehy, a very good character actor. 
I don't know if you know him. I know him. He was very good. A great character actor, 81 years old. Of course, Little Richard uh, recently. Uh, 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 not, not, not a king of rock and roll. That was, that was Elvis, of course. But one of the founders of rock and roll, really. Uh, you know, got in very early. I think Tutti Frutti, his first hit, was 1955. Little Richard at 87. And then, uh, the last one to pass, uh, is Jerry Stiller. 92 years old, of course, played the father of George Costanzas in, uh, Seinfeld. The husband of Ann Meir, also comedian, of course, Jerry Stiller, great comedian, and the father of Ben Stiller, uh, of course, Ben Stiller, actor of today and director. So that's my RIP. And then what I normally do on my TSR show, I have a monologue where I kind of moan and groan about things. And, uh, <laughs> Whatever's going on in my life or is going on in the sports world, I can moan and groan. You know, I can, I have, I'm going to talk about Major League Baseball and, uh, and the season, trying to get a season. Uh, the, the recently we have, just, to, just today, uh, Blake Snell, Tampa Bay pitcher and Bryce Harper. Blake Snell first came out and said, you know, he, he didn't want to, play this season because of health reasons. And then he comes out a little later or in that same interview and says he's disgruntled that he's only going to get half pay. And then Bryce Harper backs him up. Uh, Bryce Harper, yes, yes, Bryce Harper, that one. 13 years, $330 million. Do these people know that 33 million Americans are out of work? Some people, they're looking for their next paycheck. They're looking for food. They're struggling. And they're moaning and groaning because they're only going to get half pay. You're going to play half the season, and you should get half, uh, half pay. And let your union negotiate. You know, just, just shut up. You're, you're probably going to end up playing ball. If you don't play because of health, fine. But you're probably going to play because you want to get paid also. But please, you know, try to realize what's going on right around you. Okay, so that's my, that's my little two cents on Blake, uh, Blake Snell and Bryce Harper. Uh, all right, here's what Major League Baseball is, is trying to do. And, they want a season of, you know, they said, uh, just just a, a, a little picky in point. They said 82 games, and then it was 80. Now, why 82 games? What, what do you need those two extra games? How about, all right, so probably an 80-game season. Uh, they're going to add four teams, two from each league, uh, in, in the playoffs. So you would have seven in the American League and seven in the National League. Also a universal DH. And uh, so you would have three league teams, uh, three 10 league teams. And they would break it down into East, Central, West. So you'd have the 
In the West, you would have all ten teams from the West in the National League and the American League. You'd have the Central in the American League and National League in, one, in, an, in, this, in another league, and you'd have the East in the National League and the American League in another league. So you'd still have, because before they were going to do away with the American and National League for this year, uh, as far as I can understand, they're not going to do that. So you'll still have American League, you'll still have National League. They'll just be broken up in the geographical uh, divisions so that the travel is less and they can do it as safely as possible. There would be a 30-man roster uh, with 50 available. So they'd have a taxi squad of, what, 20 players. And, and this is for the reason you have this. People are going to get sick, which is kind of my point about COVID. People are going to get sick. Once we open up the economy, once we open up, we're still going to have people get sick. Now, I know, you know, the experts are saying it'll be a disaster. It'll be this, that. I mean, I, I, I don't think it'll be a disaster. Well, what do I know? I'm not a doctor. I don't know. But if they're going to play Major League Baseball, you're going to have people get sick. If they're going to open up the economy, which they're going to have to, because it can't all go down the drain. It just can't. You can't have it, you know, destroyed. Then people are going to get sick. We can still social distance. I don't wear masks, whatever we got to do. But eventually, we got to get back to some kind of normal life and realize and understand that we don't want, want this to happen, but people are going to get sick. They're going to get the virus. And, and that's just, that's just the way it is. It's going to happen. The other alternative to, uh, Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL is to just cancel the season. Just say forget it. We're going to cancel the season. We'll start over next year. See, the NBA, the NBA, let me, here's your, here's my problem with the NBA going forward. You, so right now it's May. They probably can't start, you know, they have to, right now they're just working out, social distancing when they work out. Uh, not, not, Every team is working out because if they're in, in a place where the, where the, uh, the virus is rampant or, or a lot, uh, they're not working out. Only in certain locations. So bottom line is they probably can't start playing until July. The playoff season lasts two months. The playoffs would have started in April and they last until June. So we're talking the NBA if they, if it starts in July. July, August, September. You don't crown a champion until September. The, the season, NBA season starts in October. Same thing with the NHL. It starts in October. I mean, doesn't that seem a little crazy? 
I, I look, Major League Baseball, look, I want some kind of sports. I'm tired of watching the Mets, 69 Mets, 86 Mets, 2019 Mets, 2015 Mets, 1999 Mets, 2001 Mets. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Okay, I'm selfish. I'm tired of it. I want to see live baseball. People want to see live baseball. Not everybody, I understand. But we want to see some live sports. And baseball is the one. The NBA, the NHL, I mean, I, I think that ship has sailed. I think, it should, I think it sailed. I just do. So that would be uh, the other alternative. And that, that kind of brings me... That kind of brings me to uh, the behemoth, the NFL. <laughs> the NFL, they do what they want to do. Can we have a draft? The experts say, no, don't have your draft. Don't have your draft. Of course, they weren't going to have it in Las Vegas with thousands of people in the streets. <laughs> it's crazy when the NFL has their drafts of nuts. But the NFL said, the hell with the experts. We're having our draft. The players will be at home. The general managers will be at home. We'll have, the, we'll have the commissioner at home. We'll have everybody at home. We're having our freaking draft. And they had the draft. And you know what? It got record ratings because people, sports people, maybe maybe people that aren't sports people were starved for something to watch. They were absolutely starved. So they had the NFL, they had the NFL draft, and it was a booming success. And right now, the NFL they just uh, last Thursday, I think it was they they. Uh, Put the schedules out. Everybody rushed to see what the schedules were. I, I really didn't. I'm a giant fan. I heard they have a tough schedule. And, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me again. And the, uh, where was I now? Yes, uh, the NFL. Oh, yeah, they put out the schedule. And of course, that uh, that is uh, it, it, it was it was a everybody was like, oh, the schedule's coming out, the schedule's coming out, and the NFL, of course. What does the NFL say about this season? We're starting the season on time. I don't. We don't know about fans, but say we're starting the season on time. That's all there is to it. Starting the season on time. So that's the NFL. The NFL just, you know, they don't, they, they, they do whatever they want to do. They really do. They're all about money. They're all about protecting that, protecting that shield. And their arrogance is just, <laughs> makes you laugh. Their arrogance is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, just to sidetrack a little, uh, before I get into the NFL draft and, uh, do a little, do a little bit on that. Uh, Art Howe, a former manager of the A's, the Astros, and the Mets, uh, 
has the coronavirus. Uh, he's in intensive care, but he says uh, he says he's improving. So, Art Howe, and you know, prayers for Art Howe. But he was an awful manager for the Mets. He was terrible. He was just he was God. I think he, he was the manager of the Mets in like '99, '91. Uh, 90-91 when they had Bobby Bonilla and uh, who else did they have on that team? Vince Coleman and, you know, they were breaking bus windows and it, it was just, anyway, get well, Art. So the NFL draft, and let's, far, uh, let's uh, start first with uh, the Giants. Uh, pick number one of the Giants, and of course that was the fourth in the draft, and that was Andrew Thomas, left guard from Georgia. Uh, a lot of people surprised. They said he was about the, uh, at best, the third best uh, tackle in the draft. Giants thought more of him than that. They draft him uh, fourth overall in the draft. Uh, Mark Eckel uh, used to write for the uh, Trenton Times here in Trenton. Thought that the Giants would uh, draft Andrew Thomas, so. Uh, Mark thinks highly of him, and so do the Giants. Andrew Thomas, their first pick. Uh, in the second round, the Giants take Xavier McKinney, a safety out of Alabama. Uh, in the third round, they take Matt Pert, another offensive tackle out of Connecticut. Fourth round, Darnay Holmes, cornerback, UCLA. In the fifth, fifth round, they take Shane Lemieux. A guard out of Oregon. So a lot, three offensive linemen in the first five rounds. Sixth round, Cam Brown. A little local here, a linebacker from Penn State. And then they take, they had four picks in the seventh round. Giants with four picks in the seventh round. The Jets, first pick, Mekai Becton. Jets pick number 11. Uh, offensive lineman from Louisville, a behemoth. A 6'6", 364. Uh, his weight is a concern that he, he does not stay in shape. Uh, uh, a lot of people thought the Jets should have took the tackle from Iowa, more polished. But uh, Becton has the most upside of all the offensive tackles, especially the ones taken in the first round. Uh, the most upside of the uh, first-round uh, offensive tackles. Uh, second round, the Mets take Denzel Mims, a wide receiver from Baylor. Third round, Ashton Davis, safety from Cal. And the, uh, uh, the second pick again, uh, Denzel Mims. Of course, that's to get some weapons for uh, Sam Darnold. And, of course, Beckham draft to protect Darnold. Uh, third round, Jabari Zuniga. Uh, edge rusher from Florida. Fourth pick, James Morgan, quarterback from uh, Florida International University. Kind of a surprise. And we'll have some more surprises in a minute. Uh, fourth round, Cameron Clark, offensive tackle, Charlotte. And uh, in the fifth and sixth rounds, they had uh, they had one pick in each round. Uh one pick was a punter, and the Jets' last five picks were captains of their college teams. 
So Joe Douglas, obviously, going for character. Going for character. Uh, so that was the Jets draft. Now the Eagles, and I believe, uh, I, I think the Eagles drafted around 26th, 27th, their first round pick. Uh, their first pick of the, of uh, their draft, first rounder was Jalen Rieger, wide receiver from TCU. You know, get some speed. The Eagles, uh, did not have a great whiteout crew last year. They had a lot of injuries. So they draft a receiver for uh, Wentz, and they get Jalen Rieger, wide receiver from TCU. Their second pick, a surprise. Uh, Jalen Hurts, quarterback from Oklahoma. That's a surprise. You already got uh, you already got Wentz there. Uh, why they need a quarterback? Uh, the the trend. The trend with general managers, for whatever reason, is to draft a young quarterback, even if you have a young quarterback, and the Eagles do, with Carson Wentz. Even if you have a young quarterback, the trend is to draft more young quarterbacks on your roster and bring them along. I don't know, I don't know if it's because of uh, possible injury, uh, quarterbacks are running more, and but that's that's the that's the mindset of the general managers now is to get young quarterbacks so that they can groom them on their roster. So the Eagles take Jalen Hurts, who of course used to be uh, on Alabama till Tua took the job. Uh, third round, Davian Taylor, linebacker from Colorado. Fourth round for the Eagles, Kavon Wallace, safety out of Clemson. The fourth round, Jake Driscoll, offensive tackle from Auburn. Fifth round, John Hightower, wide receiver from Boise State. Then they had uh, three six-round picks and one seventh round. They took two linebackers, a wide out, and an offensive tackle. So that is the NFL draft for the locals, the Giants, the Jets, and the Eagles. And that'll do it for me. This is Sports Speak with Wayne Shingola, uh, produced by WTSR, uh, 91.3 FM, and on the web at WTSR.org. We're trying to get back on the air. In the meantime, we'll have these podcasts. So this is the end of podcast number one of Sports Speak with Wayne Shingola. I'll try to do one, uh, I'll try to do a podcast about every week. So you guys take care, enjoy whatever sports you can grab your hands on, and I'll see you a 